This is episode number 31 of the Physical Therapy Business School podcast, and in this episode, we talk all about why getting rich is still, it's still boring. It hasn't got any more exciting since episode 24, and in this episode, I'll share with you specific examples of how you can avoid the trap of thinking that just because you're growing, it needs to get more exciting. It's going to get even more boring as you get richer. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. My name is Paul Goff, former professional soccer physical therapist turned successful business owner and author from the UK. Each week, we answer your questions and bring you an inspiring story or person from the global physical therapy community. This show is dedicated to helping great physical therapists become hugely successful business owners. Thanks for joining me today. Now let the class begin. All right, so let's do episode number 31 of the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. My name is Paul Goff. It is great to be here and speaking to you. And I'm very excited to um, share with you an extension of what has proved today to be one of the most popular episodes of the podcast that I've ever uh, released, which was episode number 24, Getting Rich is Boring. And everywhere I've been um, in the last few months since putting episode number 24 out, uh, so many people have said to me that that posit- uh, podcast just resonated with them more than anything else that I've ever uh, put out. And today I'm going to extend on it and I'm going to continue the conversation based upon some of the things that I've learned um, about how that podcast was interpreted and how I can hopefully help you understand even uh, better when you are in situations that require you to remember that getting rich is boring because it is. And um, I'm going to talk to you today about one or two things that may or may not be happening to you in your life right now where uh, these uh, scenarios appear and they're often a lot more simple and a, and a lot more subtle than uh, most of us are ever able to be uh, aware of, of just with the way that the human brain uh, has evolved and is established. Most of the things that we're doing and, and the blind spot that we have, if you like, it is a blind spot that we can never actually truly or acutely be aware of um, that is happening to us. So even though I put out a podcast titled Getting Rich is Boring, I'm going to revisit it and give you some more real-life examples of how and where I believe um, you could, if you're not careful, fall victim uh, to the gratification trap that causes you to do stupid decisions in business that um, just undoes a lot of the hard work that you have been doing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, first, I just want to say hello to everybody. Um, been uh, getting floods of emails from the podcast listeners from all across the world and it's so cool to see now uh, like I keep saying this community is big now it's across the world um, thousands and thousands of downloads of the podcast of every episode from all parts of the world from as far across as Australia uh, all across America Canada New Zealand Europe Sweden uh, South America India I got a request recently to go speak uh, to the physiotherapists over in India which is cool I'm heading out uh, to Canada and Montreal to speak there in March of 2018 um, so we are um, we're, we're hitting people all over the world in this community that you're part of. Um, I'm very aware that you must be telling friends and colleagues about the podcast because so many people are getting in touch to tell me that somebody told them about uh, this podcast and they've been binging out on it ever since. And um, it, it really is special. And I, I just want to say thank you for everybody who does get in touch, uh, everybody who joins the email list and, and sends me a quick email to tell me that you are listening. Um, if you're not on my email list, 
paulgoff.com is the place to join the email list is um is really where it's at and and um this is a you know once a week uh twice a week sometime update um and it takes me or it takes you you know half an hour 45 minutes an hour to to kind of catch up on what i'm sharing with you whereas the email list is a very quick uh note five six hundred words two three four times a week that i'll be able to share with you everything that i'm doing and how i'm thinking to hopefully stimulate your uh, entrepreneurial mindset uh, and business building skills because ultimately if you want to have a successful business you are going to need um, good business skills uh, it isn't just about marketing it isn't just about sales it's about your mindset it's about leadership it's about recruitment it's about um, strategic thinking it's about planning it's about uh, finance metrics there are so many skills that you're going to need if you want to be able to grow a business and i think it's important that i bring your awareness to those uh, faculties in a business because uh, for so many people it's always about marketing and and look you are uh, listening to the voice of the ultimate marketer the you know small business icon i've won awards around my systems and marketing systems and I can tell you I'm firmly in love with, with marketing. It's my first ever love. I'm an ultimate marketer uh, at my core, but I can tell you now it's not the thing that I focus on. And, and you know, marketing got me started and you absolutely need uh, those marketing skills to get you going. And as your business starts to grow and you start to develop, um, you need to develop the other skills. And I believe that that's why most business owners get stuck. It's because it's always about marketing and everybody thinks that marketing solves all problems. Now it gives you a, a possibility of solving a lot of problems, but uh, with marketing, you usually, uh, certainly I found on my own journey from getting very good at marketing that um, I inherited a whole bunch of other problems that I needed to learn how to solve. Once you fix marketing, you're going to have a sales problem or a conversion problem. And once you fix the sales problems, you've got more business than you can handle. You're going to need recruitment uh, as a skill. And then once you've got recruitment, you need leadership and to develop a culture. And then all of a sudden, you have to keep your eyes on the numbers and the metrics and the cash flow and the variance analysis and the budget and the forecast and the cockpit and the KPIs and all of these other things that are going to come your way. So I'm doing my best on the podcast just to share with you my lessons and uh, my journey. I'm in love more than ever with my business. Um, just finished a couple of day planning event, um, almost three full days with my physio business team. We literally locked the locked the doors on the business and we um, got together around the table and followed my annual planning event podcast on that. Uh, one of the early ones that I did that you can listen to the structure of it. And I recorded pretty much most of the um, three days. So I'm going to share with you on the podcast over the next few weeks highlights from that um, actual three days where you'll hear me uh, talk candidly with the staff about what I, uh, you know, what I hope for and what we're about and how I interact with them and, and how I lead my team. Uh, I will share with you both uh, audio um, on the podcast and video on YouTube. And like I said, I always share everything out on email first. So make sure you get on the email list if you want to hear more about my uh, three-day planning event. You can watch us live and you can listen in live to exactly how that three days played out. But really where the concept uh, is and where I was going with that, I'm in love more and more with my business. And um, the more that I get better at the skill side of business, the more that I fall and continue to fall in love with the Paul Goff Physio Rooms and see what's possible for itself. And um, far from you know scaling back uh, my um, contribution to that business, I'm working actually harder behind the scenes to ensure that I can have more input and more involvement wherever I live and wherever my business interests take me because I truly believe um, in my business and the foundation for everything that I can teach you uh, really has to come from my involvement in a physical therapy uh, business, which is why, um, you know, much of what I'm doing uh, as I talk openly right now about my future 
um, I'm loving more and more growing my physical therapy business and spoke to my staff about what I believe we can do over the next two or three years, uh, whatever country I'm living in, and how we can grow it to probably a fifth and sixth site, and we can bring in more uh, people to grow an amazing culture that serves even more people around the Northeast. And as I go on that journey, I need to get better at leadership and better at finance and uh, better at recruitment, uh, better managers in place, um, you know, a selection of people that I need to trust in top positions in my uh, business. And those lessons, those um, things and those skills that I'm going to continue to learn relentlessly as I put even more attention and focus to the Paul Goff Physio Room so that we can grow something that is really solid and substantial and just is something that I can pass on to my kids and, you know, hopefully a few generations down the line they can uh, pass on to their kids uh, and so on. So that's how big I'm thinking and that's how solid uh, I want uh, my business skills to be so that I can... Um, develop um, my business but also a second order consequence is that the content and the knowledge and the information um, that I pass on to you you can rest assured is pure is real is happening in the moment and it's uh, genuine uh, life lessons business lessons that I'm learning and using all day every single uh, day in my business so uh, listen to the podcast uh, all right hopefully you do anywhere and you're a subscriber to it but over the next coming weeks you'll hear some very cool footage from the three-day planning event that we did and again um, don't be uh, missing the point there that the learning already is that really three days of planning yes I said three days not one hour not half an hour and something that you should know doesn't come naturally to me I'm very much a big thinker a strategic thinker a um, a free thinker, an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me, I find it very difficult to plan and to sit down and to think um, for an hour about a topic and to second guess myself and to play devil's advocate because it's pretty boring. Back to the title of today's podcast, Getting Rich is Still Boring. And I suggest that you will hear me um, do very many uh, episodes, updates on this particular topic where Getting Rich will still be boring in a year and it will be even more boring in a year's time, even more boring a year after that. So I'm going to bring your attention to things that are likely to go on uh, in your life, on your journey, in your decision-making process, that when it's boring, it's usually what you just have to bloody do to get the wealth levels that I'm sure you are after. So um, learn those lessons from me that, that is, it is a struggle. I don't find it easy to plan and I don't find it easy to prepare. I have to work at it. It doesn't mean that I don't do it. It just means that I, um, I'm in a constant lifelong battle with myself to have to overcome. So um, there's your lesson straight away on, on, on things that if you're planning on growing a business, you're going to have to plan, you're going to have to prepare, and you're going to have to be fully aware of, of your um, things that you're not as good at. Naturally very good at marketing and sales, not so good at finance. What did I have to do? I had to source the best teacher on, on, you know, on the planet that I, can, that I can find to teach me the things that... Uh, I don't know how to currently um, do. So let's get going. I'm speaking to you live from the physio business uh, here in the northeast of England, a beautiful little town called Hartlepool in the northeast of England. It is uh, cold, it's damp, it's dark, it's grey. Um, it is absolutely freezing. And there is a very good phrase that if you are listening from outside of the UK, um, you will not know what it means, but I'm going to give you some relevance on it. It's uh, a phrase that goes like this. It's grim up north. And uh, it's a phrase that we use in England, or um, better said, people from the south of England use about life in the northeast of England because it is, um, it's very cold, it's very damp, it's very dark, and there's um, not as much life or prosperity, shall we say, as there is in the bright lights of London and Birmingham and Manchester and places like that. Uh, today, it is very grim in the northeast of England, but life 
life is bloody good and it's whatever you want it to uh to make of it so we're going to talk about getting rich it's the middle of january people are still full of optimism and full of hope for um, what is set to be an amazing 2018 i'm sure as everybody woke up on january the 2nd this was going to be the year i woke up on january the 1st and opened their clinics on january the 2nd this is going to be the year that everything changes for me and sadly for 99 percent of business owners yet again it will not be because they are thinking and doing exactly um, the same now that is very true of many business owners and what that means is they'll often be doing bad things repeatedly. The phrase I've used many times is that uh, you may have been in business for 20 years, but the reality is that you've probably been in business one year 20 times, meaning if you're not careful, you will end up doing the same thing over and over and over again, just hoping that next year is going to be different just because it's next year. Reality is we know it doesn't work like that, and um, you genuinely have to uh, think differently and, and do differently. Now, this comes with a massive caveat, and this is where we're going um, into today. So remember, the theme based upon podcast episode 24 is that getting rich is boring, and it is. The reason, or better said, the reason that most people do not get rich is because they fall into the gratification trap where they make impulsive decisions based upon excitement or needing uh, a hit, needing something that is missing, needing something that a year or two ago in business was there but isn't there anymore and therefore make stupid decisions to go down different paths that they think they need to go down but really they are just going down that path to be gratified to be excited to have a impulse a rush a, um, a rush of adrenaline or dopamine at the anticipation of something good and new happening when really very good things are already happening anyway and you just need to keep rinsing and repeating um, to ultimately keep going and keep moving forward on the journey so that there are caveats and certain points i guess in your life where you've got to realize that if you keep doing what you're always doing you're always going to get the crap that you you've got but if you keep doing what you've doing and last year you were doing you know very well and you're moving in the right direction then it's important not to make impulsive decisions just because there is some excitement missing in your life and that's the bit that i'm trying to get across to you this is very high level um, it's very strategic thinking it, it's certainly at that next level of of business development and in your awareness as to how you will run and navigate the success of your business so i'm going to start with that bit that it's important for you to recognize that things that excited you once won't necessarily excite you as much today but it does not mean that they are not important. So let me say that again. It's important for you as a business owner, as you progress and as you develop, to recognize that the things that once excited you might not anymore today. But that does not mean that they are not important and not relevant. So the first time that you went to um, the cinemas to watch a movie, it was exciting as hell watching The Matrix or whatever it was. Watch it again. Not quite as exciting because it's done what it's going to do. Doesn't mean that it's not a good movie. It's still an incredibly good movie. It just means that you didn't get as excited about watching it the second time as you did the first time. Very natural. Another example, kids. Anybody who's got two, three, and four kids will tell you, and please don't take this the wrong way, that when the first kid does the you know first steps and when the first kid does the first talking and the first kid does the first smile, it feels very different to when the second kid does the first walk and the first smile. And it's the classic 
scenario that when the first kid comes along everything is cleaned everything is wiped every precious little thing is looked at in detail and you're checking everything to make sure everything's all right every minute of every day and when the second kid comes along of course you still love the kid just as much but it's almost impossible to be as excited or as diligent or as um odd or overawed or, or in awe of certain things that are happening quite simply because they happened a year ago or two year ago now please don't take that the wrong way that is just a commonly accepted thing that goes on for um, you know, for parents when more and more kids come along. It doesn't mean that the first step of the second child isn't important. It just means it probably didn't excite you quite as much as the first one, quite simply because it was the first one. And that's it. Don't read anything into it, anything other than that's the way it is. The chemicals in your body uh, don't fire quite so much because they've seen it before. You know, you go back to the same beach. Yeah, it was great the first time. And you might go back the second and third, fourth, fifth time because you enjoy that beach but it almost cannot ever give you the same rush of excitement that it did the first time that you went. So let me give you some examples of what this means, and, and it's super relevant to you because I really want to help you to be successful, and in doing so, much of what I need to do and, and much, uh, much of what I like to do to my clients and mastermind members, if I can stop you from making stupid decisions, it's as good as a win gained. If I can avoid a loss, it's as good as a win because there are a lot of people already however many days um whatever the date is right now and i don't even know what is it the 15th 16th of january 16th of january there are already people who have made titanically bad decisions between the 2nd of january and the 16th that will kill any chance of success in 2018 just because they made stupid irrational decisions because they were bored and felt like they had to do something different when really if they just kept plugging away at the thing that they were probably very close to getting a breakthrough on then this year will be very different so let's talk about books and podcasts. It will get harder to find ones that stimulate you. If you are an obsessive reader and you are obsessively listening to podcasts and your business is growing and you are growing as a person, I can guarantee you that you will experience the phenomena that is books that take you a lot longer to find stuff in that you didn't already know. Yes or no? As you listen to this podcast, yes or no? That if you are... In a bookstore, you're on Amazon, people are recommending books. You may now start to pick up books that in the past you would have devoured and instantly got a hit from and the dopamine rush that comes with that book to now picking up a book thinking, I hope I can get into this one. And it actually has nothing to do with getting into it. It comes with recognizing that you are now a, a more knowledgeable person and therefore it may be that you need to read a book, all 225 pages of it, just because of something that was said on page 79, page 132, and page 165. Because those three things were what you were looking for. They were the knowledge gaps, much like what I spoke about in the last podcast. They were the gaps in your knowledge. That naturally, the more that you listen, the more that you read, and the more diligent that you get with your knowledge, the less gaps you're going to have. As you see it. But what has to happen is you have to start to recognize what's happening to you which is you can't keep listening to the same marketing podcast or you can't keep focusing on sales. The evolution of you as the business owner and the evolution of Paul started not to 250 grand. Paul needed to be very good at marketing and sales. And when his business passed 250, it became more about recruitment and leadership and KPIs and finance and all of these additional things that I needed to be good at and still to this day need to get better at and better at. 
So it comes with recognizing that, that even podcasts, you will start to listen, and I'm sure you listen to you know many, many podcasts, that some of them you will think, oh, this is a little boring, or this is a little, yeah, whatever. And you have to be very careful. I'm not going to use the word arrogance, but there comes a point where you have to be very aware that the success that you're getting is because of the material that you are listening to, is because of the types of books that you are reading, and it is influencing your mind and your decision in such a way that it feels so natural and right to you that you can almost start to think that it's wrong. And when that happens, it's a very dangerous day. It's a very dangerous day in your life that you start to think, I know all of this. Uh, This is not stimulating me anymore. And I will put it to you that you need to read the books from a different angle. How else can I get something out of this? You need to ask better questions of yourself of what you are looking for. What problem have I got that this book will solve? Because when you read the book from that angle rather than just a passive reader, you will find the two or three things that you are looking for. Same with seminars. I've gone through all of this and and thankfully it was pointed out to me a year or two ago that really it's me that needs to change Um, and I need to, um, how I inspect the book or how I arrive at the seminar, how I arrive at listening to the podcast is what determines what I will find in it and being acutely aware of the fact that getting rich is boring and that I am likely to be um, approaching every situation now thinking, well, I know, I already know this but it's still in my best interest to read it and see if I can find something in it that I didn't know. And that becomes the game that I'm playing with myself. Is it boring? Yes. Is it worthwhile? You bet. So books and podcasts and seminars, you have to change as you grow the way that you arrive at these podcasts and seminars and books, looking um, for the one or two things that in the past, there would have been 10 things in the seminar, 10 things on the podcast, 10 things in the um, in the book that you were reading, whereas now there might only be one or two. And as I uh, board flights around the world to attend seminars, one of the um, things that started to happen to me, I, I felt a resistance to booking flights or a resistance to booking tickets to seminars. It wasn't that I didn't go. I just felt more of a resistance. I didn't feel the edge or the excitement that I used to have because when I first started going to seminars, I was bombarded with information that was new and it was exciting and it was just all relevant to me. But then I started going back to the same seminars. I was like, yeah, well, I didn't think I really learned anything at, at that one. And the reality was that I did. And what I was learning was bigger and more impactful and deeper to me because I was at a bigger stage or a better stage in my business. And as your business advances and grows, you'll find that you lead. Uh, in the past, it was all about less or, or more smaller things. And now it's about less bigger things. So I'll say that again. As your business, career, personal development, growth starts, it's about more small things that the accumulation of small and more of them is what gets you going quick that's the hustle i don't like the hustle because i've left all of that that well behind the early uh, part of your business it's about the hustle but as you board a flight to a seminar now as you read a book as you work with a business coach or whoever it is now becoming or will become more and more about the small number of big good things that will impact you and as you evolve your business might go from needing 10 things every year to five, down to three, but three massive things that just changed everything, compound effect, year on year. And when you get into that way of thinking, that's how you stop doing stupid things. Because really what's going on is that if you are tempted not to read the book, if you are tempted not to go to the seminar, if you are tempted not to um, listen to the podcast anymore, your open-mindedness that you had as a beginner the Zen mind, if you like, 
is starting to close. And the day that that thing starts to close, it's borderline game over, which is why business owners hit that flat line. They hit that point. They you know hit half a million in sales and just think everything's all right. And then they start to close themselves off from success and from the environments and from the things that they did very well. Why did that happen? Primarily because their inability to see that it wasn't the knowledge or the information or the thing that it changed. It was them. And really, it was never going to be that they could continue to be stimulated as much as they were at the beginning of business. And now it's about just the one or two things. Therefore, I'm going to put it to you and everybody listening that as you arrive at your seminars, as you listen to your podcasts, as you read your books, as you make your decisions on what you got from these seminars, what you got from the events, from your um, you know, investment in your business building courses or um, you know, programs that you're part of, it's actually about less and more big good things that your ability to recognize that is what will determine whether or not you get what you want from these things um for example in my own world right now my mastermind program is 18 months two years in uh, for a lot of my members and it will be that a year ago when they first arrived at uh, my events they were the best thing ever they were exciting they were new all of the information was just amazing and it was just great and everything just was fabulous now, the information is still great. It's still fabulous. It's still very good business skills. And it comes with understanding that um, even when uh, you've already heard something in the past that uh, you um, or it hasn't changed, but you have, in which case it feels pretty boring, but the impact that it will have upon you is massive. Even hearing the same thing for the third time, if you approach it with an open mind, you will hear something in it that you didn't hear a year ago. You will arrive at the same seminar being taught the same information in a completely different frame of mind. And if you haven't, then you haven't grown. But assuming that you've grown and assuming that your business has presented new challenges to you that you did not know exist a year ago, then your business uh, and your business has thrown that at you, then you will be in a different situation. Therefore, the information has to be interpreted differently. But it's very tempting to think that because you've heard something before, you know it all. I can guarantee you that will be your downfall. Guarantee you with every breath. And it's the thing that I love most about somebody like Tony Robbins is that for 35 or 40 years, he's taught the same information in the exact same way over and over and over and over and over again, acutely aware that is it is the best thing that he can do for the audience because the information did not need to change. The business owner does. The person in the room does. And their life situations means that they have been exposed to certain things that makes the information more relevant to them a year later or two years on. So as I set up for another year of mastermind events and programs and courses, I'm acutely aware that some of my members who've been with me for two years will arrive and will not leave as excited as they did a year ago. Now, I don't really care how excited they are. All I care is how the skills that they will learn impact themselves, their families, and their business for the greater good. And the challenge becomes for that person who is, for example, being with me for a couple of years to arrive at the events with a beginner's mind, uh, with a zen-like state, with a completely different outlook on the questions that they're asking and um, how they participate in the program, how they participate in the group um, to get the best out of the information that is being served uh, to them and not arrive and thinking, this doesn't feel as exciting as it did a year and a half ago. That's that's the reality of what goes on. The, and back to the point, what is the point of all of this? Getting rich is boring. 
got nothing to do with excitement. Now, unfortunately, 99 out of 100 people base their decision-making on how they feel. Feel. Not how they think. It's how they feel. And if it feels boring, it must be wrong. If it lacks excitement, it must be wrong. B.S. Just because it doesn't give you the excitement that it once did often, and moreover, I'm actually going to challenge you to think that most of the things that you find boring right now, you probably need to revisit because you think that you know enough, you think that you have all the information, and you haven't. It's your lazy brain's way of saying, let's not go back, let's keep going forward. When really as you grow, and this is the thing that I, you know, you've seen the evolution of Paul's podcast. What's the best way that I can serve you? Learn the lessons that I'm that I'm living with myself. And as much of my day um, now is spent thinking about what was and what happened, which is pretty boring, as it is thinking and planning and forecasting for what I want to happen. Where if you contrast that with most entrepreneurs, it's always about the future. It's about more, more, more. It's about what's next, next, next. It's about where's the next excitement? Where's the next rush going to come from? But like I keep saying, there's a reason that 96% of businesses go bust. That if you do what everybody else does, you will get what everybody else uh, is getting. If you want to be in the 4% club, you have to do and think and behave and condition yourself to do things that other business owners will not and cannot do. That's that's the reality. I've heard it said from um, clients or business owners that I know and friends and colleagues, something along the lines of, you know what, I'm just, I'm doing really well and everything's great and my numbers are up and we're making more money than ever and this is just great, but I'm going to go in a different direction. And I'm like, what do you mean? And this, a friend of mine told me this recently, been working with somebody in his space, in the IT space. Like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I've been working with this lady for a couple of years and she's really helped my business and everything's great and, you know, I've brought in some good staff and life's good and we're making some money, more money than I've ever made, but I just feel it's time to go off in a different direction. I'm like, planet are you living on he said oh it just doesn't it just feels like i need to i'm like what do you mean feel what do you think don't tell me how you feel tell me how you think i assume you are doing some thinking and not just feeling your way through this business because as you start to make emotional you know from the hip type decisions that is when you will make big mistakes and when you make big mistakes that's when it costs you in business and it's the decisions that you get wrong that will cost you more than the ones that you get right back to the title of the podcast getting rich is still boring. So the thing that you're going to need and the thing that I'm trying to give you as well as passing you over my lessons and teaching you the business skills is an awareness. Awareness is the key to almost everything um, in your life. The unfortunate um, uh, thing that uh, has happened to us human beings is that we are not very good uh, at spotting these things going on, which is why we have to um, go to the books and seek out the mentors and the um, people that can see the mistakes that that we are making in the blind spots that we've got because we simply can't so you're going to need open-mindedness open-mindedness how open-minded are you to arrive at events to listen to podcasts to go back to a seminar i went to a seminar in cleveland in at the end of october and um i have been to the same event for four out of five years and after the event somebody said you know it was again again what a ridiculously bad question was it as good as when you first came and uh, my initial reaction was, well, you know what, it actually isn't. And then I literally scrapped what I was about to say and went, you know what, it doesn't fucking matter. It does not matter whether it was as good as when I came four years ago. Because if I was only coming for whether or not it was good and it felt good, then I'm not going to get what I need. 
The better question was, did I get what I needed? Did I get one thing that I needed that justified the flight and the cost and the time away from my kids? And the answer was an emphatic yes. Therefore, will I come back next year? You bet I will, because I'm just looking for one thing. And then I had a logical conversation that said, well, let me answer your ridiculous question that four years ago, there was a thousand people at this seminar. This time there was only 350. Was it as exciting? Was the music on? Was there a big headline speaker? No. Was the energy and the vibrancy there? No. Does any of that matter? No. Because that's all the bullshit and the fluff that these people put on to make people feel like they want to come back next year and not have to rely upon how good the content was or the one single thing that they will use to change their business. And I'm going to smash that down everybody's ears as you listen to this, that your ability to be critically aware of the reasons that you're making these decisions to listen to podcasts, to go to events, to join masterminds, to do whatever. What is the what is the reason? What is the thing that you, if you want it to be certain things, good, but just make sure you are critically critically aware of the reason that you are joining events masterminds programs seminars etc because like i said that's a true conversation that happened in the bar in cleveland uh you know what did you think of the event you know did, was it as good as the first time you came it's like who cares the better question is did you get what you needed from coming to this event yes so will i go even if there was only seven people at the event next year yes because i don't care if there's a million and seven people there all i care about is will i get an answer to the problem that i've currently got and if i get one problem solved at that event and i get one problem solved at the next event and i get one problem solved at the one after that and so on and so on i have a significant number of problems solved in my life that i would not have got solved had i not been to the event was the event as exciting as the very first time I went, no, physically, chemically, scientifically, not possible to be as good as when I first went. Why? Because it was the first time that I went four years ago. It was all new and it was all exciting. Was the content as good four years ago? Do you know what? I don't know. I, I have absolutely no, no. I've got books and I've got my notes and everything else that I bought when I was there that day. But I probably wasn't ready for the content that was taught to me back then four years ago. But it felt good back then. Whereas at this event that I went to at the end of, of October, it didn't feel as good, but I got what I needed. And therefore, which one or who or what type of business owner do you want to be? The one who arrives at an event, whether or not it's going to be exciting or not, whether there's going to be music or not, whether there's going to be a thousand people there or not, or the one who arrives and sits quietly at the back of the room with a pen and paper in hand, knowing what problem you've got in your life, hearing or listening out for the solution and when you get it you guard it with your life and implement it into your business at the next available possible opportunity so that you are off and running and problem solved momentum achieved compound effect in play business building that's the type of business owner that you are going to have to be if you want to get rich if you want wealth and believe me i do i have zero hesitation in telling you it that i do it's not my absolute god but as a result of everything that I'm doing, do I want well for my family and my kids? Damn right do I want well for my family and, and, and my kids. It's not the absolute thing that I wake up every day thinking about. It is a happy byproduct of everything that I'm doing. I'm obsessed with business. I'm lucky that I'm in love with learning. I'm lucky that I'm in love with traveling at the expense of however many thousands of dollars just to find the one single thing that I'm looking for, whether they play music, whether it's exciting, whether there is a headline speaker or not. Because for me, the most boring speaker in the world could get up on stage and as long as he or her has the answer to my problem, I will leave happy. Not excited, not fulfilled, not razzmatazzed out, but problem solved. I will get back on my flight very calmly, 
I will sit in my seat, I will put my headphones on, and I will fly back to my children at the same state, in the same mental uh, excitement, the same flow that I live with all day every day as to whether or not I'd have had the problem solved or not. I am not and will not be getting excited. Remember the podcast. No major highs, no major lows, just a state of flow. And long may it continue. So... I'm going to leave you with that, that the awareness that as you grow, it gets harder to be stimulated is really another way to look at the getting rich is still boring concept. The awareness that as you grow, it gets harder to be stimulated is something that you are going to have to recognize. Happened to me, liberating, fabulous, stops you getting on a treadmill, a hamster wheel, a constant journey for excitement that you'll realize that you get the excitement, but you might not get the success. What do you want? Excitement or wealth? I can promise you once you get the wealth, there is a bazillion ways to put that excitement back into your life somewhere, somehow. And final note on today's podcast, very easy to overlook the basic disciplines in business. Now, I know um, that some of the most basic things that I teach and do in my mastermind program can occasionally be met with a little sigh or an eyes rolling at one or two people thinking, do we have to go through this again? Damn right, do you have to go through this again? Because I know full well, if I did not get your ass in this room or on this call, you would not do it. Much like a footballer or a soccer player or a baseball player, do we have to warm up again? Yes, you do. And you will have to, before every game and after every game, you will have to cool down because these are the basic disciplines that you need to put yourself in the optimum position to be successful. So my goal as a mentor, as a coach, as a business uh, facility, business um, mentor, whatever you want to call me, uh, whatever relationship I have with you as you listen to this, is it to bring um, to your attention the most basic of disciplines? Yes, because I guarantee you most business owners are not doing them. And once I get your mind stimulated on the most basic of disciplines, much like a soccer player who warms those hamstrings up, warms those calf muscles up, warms that ankle up or gets the back moving, then then and only then are you in a position to start thinking about the bigger things that you want for your business. And as I you know, I've mentioned my mastermind program a few times, really what we do at the events, we warm that brain up, we get people thinking about the most basic of things that they've done well, the things that they said they were going to do and that they did, the most basic of things that they said they were going to do that they didn't, and then we start to thought provoke about why, then we start to bridge the gap, then we start to introduce some new learning, then we start to get that mind excited and stimulated so that by the end of the day, people are in peak state. Their brain is in a position to start to actually ask good questions, start to talk to the people who've got their answers next, literally sat next to them at the bar that evening in a state, in a frame of mind, away from the crap and the ridiculous negativity that's going on in their real life back in the office so that they are able to be open, open-mindedness. Again, what I said to you is important as you grow. They have that open-mindedness to not only ask good questions, but to actually hear the damn answers. Because the moment that you start to think that you are a little bit more successful than uh, than you are, or you, you, know, you have been around in business for 25 years, and that guarantees that you are going to be successful, I guarantee you it will be a painful, painful, painful day in your life. And the excitement comes from the anticipation of asking I wonder what I do not know that I will learn at this event. And if you start with that question, I wonder what that I currently do not know that I will learn at this event, I can guarantee you 
you will find it. It is not possible. You will find it on the bloody aeroplane on the way to the event. You will find it in a magazine that you pick up in the aeroplane, uh, in the airport that day or on the way home. And does it matter? No, because the act of putting yourself into the situation to continue to learn into the environment is the reason that your brain found the thing that you were looking for in the first place. So as we wrap it up, yes, getting rich is still boring. You need to recognize that things that once excited you won't anymore, but that's all right, and it doesn't mean that they're not important. Open-mindedness is a skill, and you have to guard with your life against losing it. Awareness that as you grow, it gets harder to be stimulated, and that's all right as well. You will have to do it anyway, whether you are stimulated or not, and that is what will separate you from the rest of the world that are needing to be excited and stimulated by shit that means absolutely nothing when it comes to the end of the month and you check that P&L to see the profit that you've made in your business. And last, but very much not least, never, ever, ever overlook the basic principles of running a business. Doing so is the equivalent of a soccer player thinking that just because he or she is the best player in the world, it means that they are exempt from needing to warm up and cool down. They just wouldn't do it, and nor should you. So that's it for another podcast. Um, please leave me your feedback. would love to hear how this show has impacted you, and obviously please tell your friends, uh, your colleagues all about the podcast. We would uh, love to daily continue grow this uh, amazing community. You have to be on the email list. PaulGoff.com is where you can join the email list. Please, please, please. It would mean the world to me for you to get uh, on my uh, VIP email list, PaulGoff.com. Thank you to Infusionsoft. Uh, amazing uh, number of people taking the training polgoff.com forward slash infusionsoft uh, which shows you how i build my business using systems exactly how i use infusionsoft and if you're interested in getting it um and you're at that point of needing to know more about it reach out to my team make sure you get it through me and my team we'll um, not only teach you um or you will be taught by somebody who has used it in my physio business meaning that they understand um, how Infusionsoft actually works for a physiotherapy company. And I mean that with the utmost respect to other people that can, can sell you Infusionsoft or offer Infusionsoft to you. Uh, unless they've used Infusionsoft inside of a physiotherapy business, why or why or why would you want to get it from them? My team can do that for you. We can shortcut the process. We can give you the systems um, and we can get you up and running with Infusionsoft to uh, grow your business. So head over to polgoth.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Uh, be sure to get onto the email list and... Um, connect with me on social at the Paul Goff. Uh, just give me a little mention. Let's do this one. For everybody who's still listening, um, at the Paul Goff on Instagram, at the Paul Goff on Twitter, and the Paul Goff on Facebook. Um, give me a little review of this podcast, and I'm going to be watching out for you. I'll give you a little heart. I'll give you a little retweet. I'll give you a little uh, mention. Um, leave me your review. Let's start to do this as well to get some interaction and engagement. Leave me your review on at the Paul Goff, any of the channels as to what you thought of this podcast today and specifically how it impacted you, how it changed the way you think, how it changed the way you see your business, how it's helping you grow as a leader, how it's changing the way that you think from just the way that everybody else does to a lot more high level, strategic level of, um, of thinking. And I'll, uh, I'll be sure to interact with you and uh, it would mean the absolute well to me. I'll uh, speak to you again very soon. <laughs>